Hey guys, so we are so excited to wind down today. Um, we have a great show. We have a great show. And um, <laughs> and we have the whole family in here. We, we yeah. came in on Sunday. We came in on a Sunday. So we had recorded the show, what was it, babe, last, last Thursday or Friday? Um, yeah, it was yeah. last Friday. Yeah. And we had posted a photo on my Instagram feed. And it was just a cute photo of us being like, hey, we're back to work. And matching in our jean jackets. Matching in our jean jackets. On accident. And then all of a sudden, no, it wasn't actually all of a sudden. We go home and then, you know, I, I'm, unfortunately, I look at my comments and sometimes people can be really mean and usually I ignore it. But I was so, and I remember I came to you and I go, you, cause you, you said, what's wrong? And I looked kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I said, people are body shaming me. On my Instagram, that photo. He's like, which photo? I was like, the photo of us back to work. And you're like. How? (laughs) And and so I started to get really upset because I was reading this comment, especially from this one lady. I'm not going to mention her name because I don't want to give her any more attention than she's already gotten. But she basically was saying a few things. Um, I I looked that that I had a tummy tuck. She's like, well, that's what happens when you're a celebrity and you can have a tummy tuck. Um, what else did she say? Well, that's what happens when you have fortunes and you can have a private chef. Um, that I faked my pregnancy. That um, what that else? Is, that, I was, that was too thin. Because you have money, you can afford a trainer. Yeah, I can afford a trainer every, every single day. day. Yeah. Um, and that basically, I was I was too small post baby, and I was like, I'm getting body shame for being too small. Yeah. It's like if I would have posted. So, anyways, then after that, I started to defend myself in the comments and so i thought well we need to defend ourselves on this this platform yeah absolutely and you did you did a great job in expressing yourself in your post following well and i i had i wanted to post a photo of the full image and i'm so glad that i didn't i mean i ended up showing a photo in my stories of the full image because you know my my girlfriend sarah uh, bryce was like you know what let's start a movement whether it's you know postpartum is beautiful whether you recover fast or you don't you know don't recover as fast and so I I, but I cropped the photo at first because it's like I'm gonna get shamed for being too small too big it's like everybody's bodies are different why am I getting shamed for for bouncing back quicker you know I think I think the the most infuriating part of all of that is okay if people want to comment about someone else's body, whatever. People are always going to do that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she wants to stereotype and jump to conclusions that you have a private chef, you work with a trainer every day, you had a tummy tuck, and all these outrageous things. Yeah, you have a chef. His name is your husband, me. <laughs> I know. I and was like, when I'm not cooking, you're cooking. <laughs> or it's Postmates or... <laughs> yeah. Or we're fortunate to get HelloFresh every now and then. Yeah. But we cook. And yeah. you work out with the trainer, yes, when you can, I know. not every and, single day. Well, and that's the thing, too. I was like, man, I started to think back on how many times I actually worked out with Aaron. It was maybe once a week, maybe? Tops, yeah. And the thing is, too, it's like, because you took care of yourself during your pregnancy, you didn't just sit on your ass and just, you know, feel sorry for yourself or anything. And, and some people during their pregnancy, they can't physically do anything, and that's okay. But you had the energy, you had you have the determination to get up and do something, and you want to bounce back quick afterwards. That's why you work your ass off, you eat great, you work out, and all that stuff during your pregnancy. 
and you reap the benefits afterwards. Again, not saying that everyone has to do that because some people physically can't. Just like you in the first trimester, you physically barely could get out of bed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and there's, there's our baby crying. And there's little Jace. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a family affair in here today because we're all upset about this. And just leave my wife alone. Leave people alone. And it's not even about, like, sitting on your butt because... It's just, you know, my, my trainer always said, she's like, you have an excuse to be able to eat whatever you want because mm-hmm. you're going to get big. But with this pregnancy, I ate so much different than Jolie. You did. With Jolie, I had pasta and and, and um, potatoes because that's what I craved. I didn't crave any of that when I was pregnant with Jace. All I wanted was salad. So, you know. it's it, You're just getting shamed for working hard, <laughs> which is so ridiculous, which is just the whole thing about people on, on social media and all that that want to hate on people and everything. Guess what? I guarantee 99% of the people that hate on other people aren't successful in their life. And they wait for things to come to them. When hard work is how you get things done, whether it be successful in your career, in your personal life, with your body, whatever it is. You're getting really heated right now. Yeah, because I want to de- I defend you because it's BS that someone attacks you like that when they don't know at all how hard you work every single day and how hard you did work during your pregnancy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's unbelievable that people have the audacity to say these kind of things. I know, Jolie. I agree with you, honey. It's it's crazy. You know what infuriates me, though, is that people think we're just, like, loaded. <laughs> first of all, it's like, first of all, we don't have enough money to get a tummy tuck, even if I wanted a tummy tuck. I'm not saying we're, you know, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're comfortable, comfortable, but... We we're also don't, and we're comfortable. Yeah, but we also don't know what next year is going to hold. You know, right. nothing in our business is is guaranteed. I don't know if I'm going to ever book a movie again or a TV show, or if, if my music, you know, people will buy it, or if this podcast is going. to... I don't. We don't know. So we have to really. We can't do extravagant things, and people think even sweet our our um you know Michelle who helps with Jolie. She was like, I laughed at the comments about the personal chef. People think that you have. All this money and it's like, it's, it's, it's again, it's another stereotype where, you know, when I was playing the NFL, people just that don't know automatically think you have millions of dollars. Yeah, We're living in a 1500 square foot house right now in Los Angeles. I'm like, it's, it's not, like, it doesn't work like that. Like just because yeah. you're in entertainment and I would play football and now we're doing this. It's like, doesn't mean just money just falls off of trees. Yeah. Remember we have that, to work our butt off like everybody else. Remember that one comment we got on Instagram? They, they go, wow, your house is so dot, dot, dot normal. I'm like, what is it supposed to look like? Yeah. Like <laughs> again, people have these perceptions. Yeah. Now, granted, we go back to Nashville, our house will be a lot Well, it's because it's in Nashville. But again, and, but again, it's more affordable there. Yeah, which is why we're moving to Nashville is because we, we can't afford a house that we need, we need and want, want for our family. In LA. Yeah. So that's why we're moving. We don't have the money to have a personal chef. It's so ridiculous it's just, that people just jump to these conclusions. And it's just like, why? Like, again, haters are going to hate. They're going to say these things. And uh, most of the time, it's because they're miserable in their life. Come here, honey. Julie's having a mess. I just... That's okay, honey. We're all upset. <laughs> I just wish that women would support each other's bodies. Here, just give her a head. Oh, geez, Louise. No. Can you, can you just give her her headphones? You want your headphones? You want, you want your headphones? Okay. You want a tissue? Do you want a starburst? Ooh. That'll keep her quiet. Yeah. You want you want candy? <laughs> okay. You want a movie or you want a game? Game. Game? Okay. Yeah. 
I just wish that women would support each other and not body shame whether you're too thin, too big, too whatever or it's like man you've been you look this way 10 months postpartum or one week postpartum like how dare you look too good well my friend Catherine, she goes how dare you look too thin after giving a birth how dare you look too fat after giving birth it's like you can't win no you can't and it's just it's unfortunately it's just women that shame like that that body shame you don't think guys do not each other no you don't think so no at all no really Guys don't body shame each other. And why is that? I don't think the, how a a man's physical appearance, unfortunately for women, it's, there's more of a pedestal on how you guys are supposed to look Mm -hmm. where men, there's not, Mm -hmm. there's not a stigma like there is for women. And that's just generations and generations of how society has been and perceived men versus women. So men don't body shame each other. Really don't. I sometimes have body envy. Like I look at, you know, Lauren Bushnell and I'm like, God, you're so thin and you're so fit. I wish I looked like that. But then I'm like, can I give myself a little grace? I just had a baby, even though I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, this is not how I looked before a baby. So it's, so I get depressed. I have my hormones going through my body. But at the same time, what I just went through is a beautiful thing. I'm a mother of two. My body's not going to most likely look like that. And Right. But I mean, I've always kind of had a little bit of a, you know, pooch in my opinion. And so oh my it's, God. but I'm, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's, you know, I, I do ha- sometimes have body envy, but I would never shame someone for looking a certain way. You know, it's just, it's really sad that women do that. And I just really hope that women can just have grace for yourself. You're not going to look the same as somebody else. And that's what makes us beautiful and different in our own personal ways. Absolutely. And that's okay. Yeah. God, people just need to calm the F down. <laughs> On to Wind Down. Wind Down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. We're out of the house. I mean, I just feel so relieved to be sitting in the studio again. (sighs) Feels like it's been an eternity since we've been in here. I know. And it just feels so nice to just... Like this morning, I put on some makeup. I put some clothes on. I I put on deodorant. <laughs> I I got out. I I I breathed. How did I say that? I breathed in the fresh air. No, is that? Yeah, that works. Breathe. Breathed. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right at all. I breathed I in broathed. the fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> I breathed in the fresh air. No, but it was so like I felt like I was skipping out of the house. Not, but I I obviously am so sad to leave Jason Jolie home. But at the same time, we I'm haven't s- we haven't left the house in a week. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Unless it's to run out and get something real quick. I know. But we are very. You've excited. been out of the house. I haven't been out of the house. Yeah, because I've had to take Jolie everywhere. Like, da 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 da. Because <laughs> I was recovering from my C-section, which, by the way, I just have to say, which it, it barely looks like you're pregnant. Like you're <laughs> ever pregnant. <laughs> the studio's ghost town today, but I was counting on a bunch of people saying that to you because that's what everyone we see. It's like. I can't believe you just had a baby. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like I just had a baby, and my stomach still feels incredibly cut up like I just had a baby. Well, you look amazing. Thanks, babe. Um, I just have to say thank you to every single one of the Wind Down listeners for being so incredibly supportive about our last podcast episode when we live recorded the birth of Jace. I, Michael and I were listening to it in bed mm-hmm. the, that day, and I, I made you turn it off. You're embarrassed. I started crying. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I knew that we were obviously doing a live podcast, but I didn't know that we were keeping 
everything in, Easton. I didn't know you were keeping in me like vomiting. Gotcha. I mean, I was vomiting the good stuff. on the table. That's that's visceral stuff. I felt yeah. like I was there. Of course right. we're keeping that in. But then I'm like, when I was going, no, 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 Jay, 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 no, no, no. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But I, you know how many people probably feel so much more comfortable now with their experience or going into their experience because they know someone like you has been so open and vocal and vulnerable about all this, knowing that <laughs> stars they're just like us <laughs> no, no but i i i literally made michael turn it off i started bawling my eyes out and i was like i'm so embarrassed everyone's gonna think i'm crazy and i just have to say i have just been blown away by the support and selfishly i don't feel as crazy now because a lot of other moms mm-hmm. had the same issue and even or, close friends of yours that you didn't even you didn't even know had i know these like, kind of experiences yeah like oh i you know i didn't feel anything up to my throat or i was puking too and i'm like really like so i again i I just said like 10 times so i'm gonna stop that but i i just i'm so grateful and i i just can't thank you guys enough for making me feel a little less crazy and making me feel like i didn't like i I don't have to be embarrassed you shouldn't i'm not gonna listen to it i'm not gonna finish listening to it but I, cause I remember it very vividly. Yeah, <laughs> I it was. Uh, I don't want to have to relive it. <laughs> like just over a week ago. Yeah, I know. So oh, it's even making well, me I'm, hot thinking about I'm it. I'm proud of you. I know a lot of people are proud of you. And I mean, that takes a lot of, a lot of huevos, a lot of lady balls to put yourself out there like that. So I thought you did amazing. Can we just say real fast though, how it was my idea to do the sweet messages to each other. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> well, no, because I, I just feel mm-hmm. like yeah. So it was my idea. I was like, "Hey, babe, I think we should, I think we should say like sweet notes to each other, like right before, like when we separate and I go into the operating room, we leave a message for each other." And so Michael gets all the credit because he left me the sweetest voice memo, and I had no idea that I was when we separated that I was going straight into the OR room. So it Jan was, was trying to save face right now I'm, and say that it was her idea <laughs> it because was. I was just extremely thoughtful oh, and super sweet. Bull crap. Stop trying. I mean, don't steal my thunder here, honey. He goes, well, I don't care. It makes me look better. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a win-win for me. Right before the episode, before we listened to it, I go, oh, babe, by the way, I didn't have a chance to say, you know, thank you to Michael for being, but I'll do it right now. Michael. I just want to say thank you so much for being the best carry the same husband <laughs> the past nine months. You've been incredible, and I'm so proud of you, and I just can't wait to have this baby boy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> so, so, so powerful. <laughs> so much emotion behind but that. But yeah, so um, that happened. But again, I just can't thank you guys enough. I don't feel as crazy, and I, I'm just really glad that um, we did that. I am glad we did that. But I'm also glad that we have Amazon Fire TV. Yeah, because we've been inside all the time. Uh, Yeah, and with watching, we can watch movies, TV, YouTube. I mean, anything we want from Netflix to Prime Video, Hulu. I mean, Michael, you can even stay up while you have Jace for the nighttime feeding. And you can do, you can watch a makeup tutorial. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pass on that, but I haven't catching up on my shows on Netflix while I'm up with our child. But it's so great, though. I mean, it's it's as easy as saying, hey, Alexa, open YouTube. So it's incredible. Um, head to Amazon.com slash wind down. Again, that's Amazon.com slash wind down to order a Fire TV of your very own. And they make really great gifts, too, for the holiday season. It's I was thinking, one. yeah, maybe for your brother. I, I like it. work. I know.
<laughs> so we have two really, really great guests today. I'm really excited because one was the original Power Ranger, which you kind of want to, that was in our notes that she was the original Power Ranger, but you, you, you're you calling not to well, that. She was on Power Rangers like Lost Galaxy, which is awesome. But you and with, Easton are such nerds. Think, You're yeah, like, well, <laughs> you guys hey. are the biggest nerds ever. You're like, that's not the original Power Ranger. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to use the word, word original, original was like but the, she's, the original. She's still a Power Ranger, though, Absolutely, so I'm really excited. super for... cool. Hey, you want her to show you the moves? I want to know how she did them all. Did she do her own stunts? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did she, what, how much martial arts did she learn? I mean, I have no idea. Hey, do we want to talk about um, that we've had your parents in town for the last week? <laughs> sure. It's been awesome. It has actually We've been, been able great. to sleep. It's so funny, though, how some people want guests after babies and some people don't, you know? Yeah, there. Yeah, it's two different mentalities. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious how people handle, because sometimes, you know, in-laws can be overbearing. Parents can be overbearing in general. Right. But I think it's been great, though. They've been really good. Very, very helpful. Yeah, it's so much so that now we're like, my mom's gone. My dad already left. My mom's gone. And now it's like, wait, we don't have a third person to help? Help us. <laughs> like, what do we do now? What's the best thing about having Jace a son right now? Oh, man. I think, you know, I've said this numerous times to you and to other people that have asked me. I feel like there's something to be said for when you have a child that is the same sex as you. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more initial connection. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, I feel like there's a little bit more responsibility. So I think just like I told you the other night when you're like, why didn't I come get you in the middle of the night? Cause I was like, I, even though he was like five days old, I felt like we were bonding. Yeah. You know, and that's just super cool to have that feeling already, mm-hmm. let alone when he can actually interact with me and, and do those things. So I don't know. I just think it's it's just cool. It's just feelings that I didn't have with Jolie. Not to take away from Jolie, because I love her just as much, but it's just, there's something about it. Yeah. I told Michael in the hospital, I was just sitting in the hospital bed, and I saw Michael holding Jace, and I said, not taking anything away from Jolie, you were great. Mm-hmm. But I said, but you are so much different with this with this birth. I, I, I don't, like, I, I think some of it's because you're in a better place and you're healthier, but I also yeah. think you just have... Like you said, that connection, not that you didn't have the connection with Jolie, but you're just so much more present and that helps you better with maybe the connection. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know what percentage is what, yeah. like how much of it is just my mental health and where I'm at now and my life is a way better than where it was when Jolie was born, fortunately and unfortunately. Um, but so I think it's it's a mix of the two. It's I'm, I'm in a better place now and also because he's my little boy and there's just an immediate connection as opposed to Jolie, where it's like, yes, there's a connection, but mm-hmm. it's my daughter as opposed to my son. I, you know, I'm not saying putting one above the other at all. Yeah, no, it's I just, I think anyone who has multiple children and of different sexes, I think they can probably relate. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I want to talk to the, we have a therapist calling in too. Um, Dr. Gail Saltz. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to see if, <sighs> I'd, li- I'd love to talk to her about the postpartum depression. And, and what's kind of normal and then what's just like your hormones balancing back. Because mm. even just after the after the birth, I mean, obviously I've been crying at the randomest things like you cut that lemon perfectly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, crying from that to, you know, am I depressed? You know, do I feel depressed? Right. 
do I have this the, the same connection? Because I think, you know, I had obviously such a huge connection with, with Jolie. And then when I had Jace, again, not saying I didn't have that connection, but it was just from surgery and all the medicines. And then you start to compare, like, is this the exact same how I felt with Jolie? Oh my gosh, is it less? Oh no, do I not have a connection? And you start to freak yourself out that you're... It's just so different. I know, but it's it's amazing how our hearts have grown in the span. Yeah, that's funny too how... Literally the night before, we're looking at Jolie. We're like, how can we love. love another human being as much as Jolie? And immediately, as Jace comes out, your heart—you know—it's like the Grinch, like gets ten times as big, like in a matter of a second. He's so perfect, and you love. And already, we love him in so much, but in a different way. I know he's our little boy. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> he might be cuter than Jolie. Oh was. I, I'm just putting that out there. I think he might be a cuter baby than Jolie, which is crazy to think. I can't believe you'd even say that. Jolie's like perfect. She is. But he's handsome. He is really handsome. <laughs> I don't know what to do with his pee pee though. Um, it's, it's like the balls and the you know having to wipe around the ball. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Of, like you guys have to deal with that. You got to wipe your balls like that. Well, I mean, as a grown man, I'm not pooping in a diaper, so poop doesn't okay. get all over my balls. But, but yeah, and you got to be careful. You can't, you know, you got to just be gentle. I just when don't you know what to do with it. Balls. It's just so like flimsy and just the balls. Have you seen the baby boner yet? No, gross. <laughs> gross. He's had them. He's had a boner? Yeah, a little baby boner. Stop. Yeah, already. No, that's yeah. disgusting. It's you can't. You can barely tell because it's like. Whatever you just you can do all the diaper changes because I know how to deal with the vagina. So uh, I had to learn the vagina and wiping. Got to wipe down, not up, and all this other stuff, and got to get in there and got to get in there. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. You can do that with some a ball sack. It's just weird. You know, it's also been really helpful though what? during all this. Hell fresh coming to our rescue. Oh my god! How many nights did my parents and us were like, "What are we gonna have for dinner?" And we're like, "Oh wait, we have another Hello Fresh meal." Seriously, it saved our life. It's been fantastic. I mean, especially for me because I I don't cook. <laughs> right. So this inspires you a little bit more to maybe cook because it's right there laid out in front of you. The directions are so easy. It's only 30 minutes. Everything comes perfectly measured. And after this past week of using HelloFresh, my favorite meal right now is the truffle ribeye steak with seasoned potato wedges and roasted green beans. Mm. <laughs> And I'm I'm a stickler when it comes to my steak and you getting are. a piece of meat and stuff. So I was very impressed with the quality of, of meat this was and how good it, it tasted. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. Again, that's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. And just remember that... All the ingredients are pre-measured, so their new slogan should be, so easy, Jana can do it. <laughs> that, should, that, that should be the new HelloFresh slogan. You're so mean. But just a reminder there. Hey, so we're building our house right now in Nashville, and... <laughs> it's looking good. We're so excited. It's, I mean, we, we cannot wait. What were you going to say? We're, they're, they're framing the second floor right now, and Jan, we're getting pictures. Jana's like, can we move in yet? I know. Like, There's stairs. This, we can move in. Does that mean it's going to be done like next month? But you know what's going to be in every single bedroom? Brooklinen. Yeah, easy. They're so comfortable. You guys, Brooklinen Sheets named the winner of the best of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, towels come with a lifetime warranty. That's incredible. Um, they really are the best sheets, though. They're extremely comfortable that... 
I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm a stickler with sheets, so it's time for you guys to upgrade. It's luxury sheets at very affordable prices. So get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Jana at brooklinen.com. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code Jana at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code Jana. These really are the best sheets ever. They're the best. All right, we got Dr. Gail Soltz on hold. Later on, we're going to have Serena Vincent, who is a former Yellow Power Ranger, and also is pregnant, pregnant and due in 10 weeks. That's crazy. It's gonna be all, I can't wait to talk to her about Should that. Should I tell her all about the horror stories? <laughs> about how amazing it is? <laughs> hey, Dr. Gail? Yes. Hi. Hi, how you hey. doing? Good, how are you? Good. Good. We're so happy to have you on the phone with us. Well, happy to be with you. Um, so... Michael and I just had a baby. We now have um, we now have two beautiful kids. Aww. Plural. Yeah, so we're dealing with that right now. <laughs> Anxiety, <laughs> pressure, stresses, expectations, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, well, having a newborn is uh, stressful in many ways. Even, even joyous things can be highly anxiety-producing. No question. Um. Especially with like the lack of sleep, something happened the other day where I wanted to express my feelings and Michael didn't think that I needed to express my feelings. He goes, this isn't an express your feelings conversation. And I was like, oh, excuse me. Like, are you saying my feelings don't matter? He's like, you don't need to express them. And I'm like, I have to express my feelings. I was like, I'm hormonal and I yeah. need to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. But it's because, you know, he was, he's tired and he's like, do we really have to have this conversation? Like, I know what you're going to say, but I needed to get it out. And I, I know I was sleep deprived too. But, yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you navigate being sleep deprived, being hormonal, yeah. having two kids, one screaming and then one sick? Well, let me just say that, you know, you, you are very recent. So the first, you know, month right. <laughs> having, um, you know, sometimes it's called baby blues, but baby blues doesn't just mean blues. It means like labile mood, like up and down or <laughs> irritable or anxious um, are, is, is a real phenomenon that's exceedingly common. I'm not talking about postpartum depression which is also one out of 10 women, but much more common is this emotional ability and anxiety and moodiness and, uh, and teariness. That's the real thing. Um, and it is hormonally mediated. And, um, it, you know, I think just knowing that, you knowing that, Mike, you knowing that is helpful because it's, it's not such a, it's not something you necessarily have so much control over. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even feel like I have control over it. I'm like, why? Right. I, I'm like, I feel it out of my body at some yeah, of these times. because you don't, because you don't have so much control over it. That being said, um, there are there are things to do to help yourself a little bit in the moment. Um, definitely having a little bit of scooped out time for anything that can be relaxing to you. Sometimes, believe it or not, that's a little bit of exercise, which actually helps regulate your mood. Um, what, whatever you're able to do vis-a-vis your doctor, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they say is, is okay to be doing, but something a little, even a walk, um, can be helpful listening to some relaxing music for a little while or watching a show that you enjoy something where you get like snippets of a little bit of relaxation time is a good thing. Um, and being able to talk about your feelings is, 
is a useful thing. It definitely can make you feel better, <laughs> um, even if in the moment, apparently, it's not making Mike feel better. <laughs> but, you know, understanding that actually that is helpful. It's helpful to her. And in the long run, let's be real, it's helpful to her. It's helpful to you. Right. No um, question. As, as, as we like to say around around my home, if the mama's not contento, nobody is contento, you know? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about um, right. So, so there, there is something to that. Sleep is important, um, and it is hard to get for both of you, and sleep deprivation for either one of you, even if you're not hormonal, Mike, um, <laughs> sleep deprivation definitely increases irritability and anger yeah. and, um, and, and stress and depression, ultimately. Um, so it is important to... If you have to take turns um, catching up on sleep to allow the other one to do that, if you if you need to get some outside support so you can get some sleep, whether that's a nap or you know being able to sleep, you know, in a little bit or have one time where you aren't getting up for feeding, et cetera. Right. Um, that that's really that is really important. Um, and frankly. Other thing, pretty much everything else doesn't matter as much. Um, pretty much, you know, how lovely you look, uh, how well groomed you are. I'm talking about this first month, you know. Right. How how uh, much you you do things with other people, you know, those things, um, you know, will will kind of fall by the wayside, as will and un, sadly, Mike, um, you know, a lot of sexual stuff mm-hmm. tends to fall by the wayside in the first month because it is so it's physically taxing and it's hormonally taxing you know it's funny too i i i think i didn't really mentally prepare prepare myself for the aftermath because (laughs) all you know the previous nine ten (laughs) the previous nine ten months you know it's in my head it's like okay be patient she's pregnant she's doing this and i feel like maybe as soon as the baby was out i was like all right, well, like you're not let's pregnant anymore. Like, let's mm-hmm, do it. Like, we're, mm-hmm. you're, you're good. Like, mm-hmm, all right, mm-hmm. back to, like, teamwork. Like, you, like yeah. it's, it sounds bad, but you have two legs at work. Like, let's, let's, do, <laughs> let's do this. I'm not, I'm not saying to that extreme, but maybe a little bit where I'm like, okay, let's do this teamwork. But so I I will call myself out and I, I can reassess well, yeah, mentally. You, may, you know, it's really common when you're – how old is your daughter? She, she'll be three in January. Okay. So, you know – you it's it's three years like it's really easy to forget what it was like that first month um, and if that that's mother nature's way that's our brain's way defensively of a of allowing our species to continue on because if you could remember every single one of these things as vividly as they are in the moment you would not have more kids so it's, <laughs> it's actually that's so true it's, it's actually really important uh that to some degree right we we paint it with rose-colored glasses and, and, you know, uh, retrospectively. And so, actually, you you probably don't remember, but it probably was like this the first go-round. This is harder because now you have a three-year-old also. And so you're – it's not like you can hand, you know, the baby to one and the other is off. You know, you're sort of double-teaming, and that is harder, more stressful, and you've got to deal with your – daughter's feelings about having this new interloper, you know, in your lives. Um, And and so it's understandable, but you didn't remember, and it's wishful thinking, and understandably that too, (laughs) that it would just go back to the way it was before she got pregnant. But but it really isn't like that pretty much for anyone, um, even if you have supports. But make use of supports. This is where grandparents can make a big difference um, of taking a three-year-old or even Mm -hmm. taking a baby for a little while. Um, or, you know, if, if you could afford some, some extra help, that's 
obviously a big, big plus. Um, but being able to have someone, an extra pair of, of hands and, and even, even more so like a mind, an extra mind in there that can um, offload you in the beginning uh, so you can sort of at least physically and physiologically recover. For sure. I've, you know, now that we're growing our f- family, Dr. Gail, you know, something that'll come up as we continue as the family grows and so on and so forth is obviously this time of year, holiday stresses, mm-hmm. right? Debating where are you going to go for Thanksgiving? What are we going to do for Christmas? We're, mm-hmm. Our family's growing. We want to start our own tradition. How do, like, what's the best way to navigate, navigate those things when you want to start your own traditions, but at the same time, you want to be with the rest of your family? Like, y- you know. Right, right. Well, um, you know, I I would say you, you're going to make a compromise. And the, I mean, the word compromise is really the name of the game for just about everything, right? Your three-year-old's not going to get as much as they got before. Right. That's going to be her compromise. You know, the baby doesn't get to be firstborn. That's their compromise. You guys are going to have to do lots of compromising. And the same is true here for when you start thinking about how do you build your family unit with the traditions that you're going to want to have and at the same time, you know, not – well, part of the traditions are probably going to include other relatives. Well, and, the problem and, is is our family doesn't – you know, my family's in Michigan. His family's in Virginia. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have a very strong opinion about Christmas, about, you mm-hmm. know, starting our own tradition. And mm-hmm. so – and, you know, Michael does, too, but he also is like, okay, well, you know, we need to go home sometime. But I'm like, okay. but I, I just – I never got to have that. You know, yes, I woke up at, in my in my home, you know, for Christmas. But then I was pulled every which way because my parents were divorced, and it's like I just want my kids to be in their home mm-hmm. on Christmas morning and mm-hmm. just be, and almost have the Christmases that I didn't get to have, you know, and and start. Yeah, and, yeah. But and, I, and Mike, under, did, Mike yeah. did you did you have that kind of Christmas too? Um, Is that no, important I mean, my, to you? My parents have been together for. 30 plus years. And so I woke up and it was every year, you know, Christmas Eve was my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day was my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty regimented. And that's the one holiday that was pretty consistent. Thanksgiving kind of fell off later in life, but Christmas has always been more of the constant now with cousins and relatives scattering all over the country and being older. It's, it's not the same, but as a kid, I mean, I have great memories of, of Christmas because it was the same thing every year. And so, so, so Mike, if, would your parents come in for if you if you made Christmas in your in your home? Mm-hmm. Would your parents come in for that, or that won't work because there are other siblings and? Yeah, right now, no, because there's other siblings. I have a younger brother that's mm-hmm. you know uh, finishing up high school. And his I have mom, a sister bless her. that lives a state a state away, and and your mom likes to have you know she likes to keep everybody together, which is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's a great it's a great thing that she wants to try to have everyone. Yeah, it's there. one of those things where I want to start our own tradition at home too. But all I'm saying is, eventually, like it would be cool for the kids to be like, hey, we're going to grandma and grandpa's this year for for Christmas. You know, so we, yeah. it's true when you when you when you want. Look, it, it, I will tell you, it's wonderful for families to have their own traditions. Mm-hmm. And a tradition doesn't necessarily depend on exactly where you are. And obviously, you can build in other things. Like we always, it doesn't have to be like it's here. Um, we always open things this way. We always have whatever popcorn around our tree. We always have what, whatever it is that you could make up that could have to do with decorating, baking, but you know, just about anything. Um, but building it, picking. Picking a few things that you feel like year in and year out, you'd like to include um, 
is definitely a nice thing and does build those childhood memories and a feeling, a connection of home. Um, but home being your family, your nuclear family. And so your nuclear family doesn't have to be in your house per mm -hmm. se, but it could be, you know, we always go to this place and that is our family but tradition. But what if I want it to be in our house? <laughs> so the thing is, I was going to say, so the question is, you know, what do each of you have to come, you know, together and say, I think the three most important to, things to me about, you know, right. forming our, our nuclear tradition would be ABC. Hopefully you have some that overlap. Those obviously rise to the top of the list. And the ones that don't, that are different, why do you want them? Why are they important to you? Um, what kind of compromises can be made? If, Could we do know, like the day after Christmas? We travel the day after Christmas to go there? Or do, like, does it have to be for Christmas for you? Like, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's something that, again, we know that obviously this Christmas we're here. Next Christmas will be our first in our new house in Nashville. So we're going to be there. And then what happens after that? Who knows? We'll figure it out, but we know the next. No, I want to know now. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So one um, thing I hear you saying, right, Janice, like you're like, I want to know that I, this will always be, and you know, you know that that is fueled by the feeling that you never knew where you were going to be. Exactly, and, and that's that, where my like, I almost want to cry because it's like I I already feel that anxiety of being like pulled yeah. on a holiday, and it's like. So what you have to remember is that something that's fueled by a trauma of the past can make it feel like that's really dire in the current or disaster will happen. And for you as a child, it was a disaster. Your parents divorced and, you know, that felt disastrous. But that anxiety isn't necessarily rooted in the reality of today, right? It's from, it's from before and you're putting it on today. And if Mike understands the importance of continuity and he feels the same way, he wants traditions too. And he wants continuity with his family too. He wants all the same things. Um, you will feel less anxious if you're able to say to yourself some level of, um, Hey, this is about what did happen to me, not what's going to happen to me. But here's, um, here's the problem. And I totally hear you. But what I hear when Mike said what he said was that mm -hmm. we're doing Christmas in, you know, because we are living in L.A. right now. We're going to have Christmas in our house in Nashville. But after that, when he says that we'll see in my brain, what he just said to me is every year after that, we'll be in Virginia. No, not at all. I don't but want to that's do that after that. But that's mm -hmm. what I, that I'm just saying, like, and I know that's not what you said. Right. I'm just saying what I heard. And that's where my right. anxiety, I was like, right. but I need so, you to tell me that then every year and then maybe one of those years will go. <laughs> like that's, but so, my so, head but, hurts. But that, here's, here's what, when you, so when you're having this kind of conversation, right, you want to say what you, what you said, and then you want the other person to be able to say, I heard this, because just what happened just now, this, mm -hmm. is, this is more about couples therapy, but actually couples therapy is really like the most important when you've just had a child. That's like, because it brings up all these things from your own childhood. When you have a child, you hearken back to all those childhood things for yourself, how you want it to be the same, how you want it to be different, et cetera, and what you're nervous about. But you heard Mike say something he didn't say. Right? I know. Yeah. So and, yeah. when you can tell him that's what I heard, and he says, "But that's not what I mean." What I mean is, it's it's hard to know exactly for the next twenty years exactly where we'll spend every Christmas. But I also want, you know, continuity and stability and et cetera, et cetera. And definitely, some of our Christmases will for sure be at home. That's mm -hmm. what I want. 
And especially with my parents. Can with you them. say that? <laughs> yeah, what Gail said. Is that what you want? Mike? I know. I'm like, is. I, I'm having anxiety with the Yeah, I, I think it's. Would you uh, want uh, some of the Christmases to be home or would you yo, want absolutely. all of them to be in Virginia? I want majority of them to be at our, at our home. Mm-hmm. And then. Every other year, every every two other years. year, I see. I, I can't don't, I don't do know. that. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. We have to discuss it. But I'm saying well, is, we're discussing uh, it right now. <laughs> <laughs> is eventually my parents are going to move out of the house there and they're going to downsize, and then we it, then we won't be going back. And as the kids get older, I definitely don't want to travel with them, and I don't want to travel the day after Christmas because I don't want to have the anxiety of all right, kids, we're leaving tomorrow. Like on Christmas Day, we got to pack and leave tomorrow for Grandma and Grandpa's. Right, but then we're spending all this money shipping everything back, and I don't, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do it every other year. I'm saying right, I'm I, not, I don't want to do that. But you just said like that's what you were thinking, and I'm, I don't want that either. I'm just throwing you just out said positive. that though. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this could be a very productive conversation if you. Each give the other a little more time to say, so what you're feeling. So like Jenna saying, I would really want to feel that most of our Christmases would be in our home. And Mike is actually saying the same thing. But I heard him say every other year. He doesn't want to be nailed to the wall on it because why, Mike? What what do you feel nervous about? Um, I just, I don't see why. We're three years out from us even potentially going back. I don't, I, we might not ever go back. Who knows? We have, like, we don't know what in three years, what things are going to look like. And maybe we're just both, you know what? We're just going to have Christmas here. Sorry. Sorry. You know, sorry guys. If you guys want to have Christmas, like you're, uh, we would love to have you down here. We have plenty of room. Maybe this could be our tradition. It's, so it sounds to me like Mike is more concerned with feeling that he doesn't have to make a promise that is right. iron tight, but that you feel also like most of your Christmases, you you want to be in your home. Yes. But you don't know, like your parents could move. They could not move. They could, right. things, things could so, happen with it, your In the next three years, so much is going to change with Jan and I career-wise, with, with my family back east, with what they're doing, with my brother going to college, with my parents potentially downsizing because, you know, they're going to have an so, empty Mike, nest. Mike, you're speaking of objective, possible facts and uncertainty. Correct. And Jana, who has come from an uncertain background and is weeks postpartum, in what is what, <laughs> like, what like, I want to cry. I'm not doing this. I really and, and newborns bring uncertainty up the wazoo with them. Like, right, every day is uncertain. Who knows what's going to, you know, like, right. the baby will be awake, the baby will be asleep, it'll poop, it won't, it eat, it won't. It. And so she's at a time where it's particularly hard to manage uncertainty, and maybe it's not even her forte, given what has happened in her past. Um, <laughs> so really what you guys are talking about, in terms of factual stuff, you're not really on a different page. It's the it's the emotional valence of do I get certainty or don't I? Right, and it's the and, verbiage and vernacular that isn't matching uh-huh. up with what Jana wants to hear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the concept is like the same. I can't breathe when you said every other Christmas. Like it makes me have so much anxiety thinking about that. So what you have to know, Jana, is that he is not saying. It will be. But he said those Christmas. words. He's, but, he, but he also said the words, maybe every Christmas will be at our house. 
Yes. Well, so that, what am I supposed to do with that then? When I hear one thing and then I hear another thing. Because he's telling you that he, what he's really saying is, I can't predict the future 100%, but basically I want most of our Christmases to be home, but I also want to acknowledge the fact that there is uncertainty in life in the future. That's where he's coming from. It feels to me that you want either one of two things. You want me to say, every Christmas is going to be at our house. No. Or tell you exactly what year we're going to go back to Virginia. No. When I'm, all I'm saying is we don't know. Don't ask me three years out. I'm giving you both responses because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like Dr. Gale saying. So Mike, Mike, would it be hard for you to just say to Jenna, um, I'm listening to you. You want to know that we're building tradition and tradition in our home and that most of the time Christmas will be at our home with our traditions. Do you, do you agree nice. with that? Yeah. Yes, I do. But knowing Jana as well as I do, because she is my lovely wife, she always takes it a step okay. lower where if I say that, then she's like, that's not but, true. But how, but how many no. is most of the time? No, that's not true. That is absolutely not true. Because when you said those two things to me right there, I said no and no. What I would have... What I would hear is if you said just what Gail said, the majority of the time I want us to do, but it would be nice every once in a while or every, you know, again, don't give me a year, but just maybe, you know, I don't even know the right verbiage, but just to say. Because you're you're very hung up on a promise of the details. And what I'm saying, what I'm saying is um, it's in those, promises of details in the future which has to do all to do. whenever you're talking so far out and you have n- and let's let's be real right you can't know that far out so there's right. going to be a measure of uncertainty people who are anxious and jenna has every reason to be struggling with anxiety right now really have difficulty with that so what i'm saying to you is jenna when you get that surge that you're talking about in your body that feeling of oh, i just heard that you know, mm-hmm. when you get that, you have to identify that for yourself as anxiety. Yeah. That doesn't mean that what he's saying is really the problem. You it, you have anxiety, and that kind of content of the uncertainty of the future is tripping it off. And I feel like because you do hold on to exactly what I say, that if I give you an answer that I'm unprepared to give just to either appease you or whatever, and then the conversation comes up in a few years or next year, you're like... But you said that we would never go back, or you said that we'd go back not this year, but now you want to change it? Like, I can't take you for your word because you said this, but now you're saying this. I understand your fear, but that's I'm I'm not going to do that. I just don't want to hear the uh, – when you said every other year, I just can we just say the majority of the time, but you'd love to go back sometime. The majority of the time, Christmas will be at our house, but I would love to go back to Virginia at some point in time. Thank you. <laughs> Gail, where can our where can our listeners find you? <laughs> where can where can okay. they find you and, and read more about you and what you have to offer? Sure, um, I I have a website www.drgailsaltz.com. I tweet, which is at Dr. Gail Saltz, um, and either one of those places they can ask me questions. They can find me. Um, I love to hear from people. I definitely try to. If you tweet me, I try, I try to answer your questions the best I can. Well, you're the best, and um, you've saved Christmas in our household, so thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Give yourselves some TLC this month, and uh, 
and you'll see as as you move out of month one, things will get incrementally a little easier. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Gail, so much. We really it. appreciate it. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, this is a perfect time of year for Stamps.com. Holidays. Isn't it? As you know, the holidays are the busiest time of the year, and there's no place I dread more than going to the post office. And we even went a couple of weeks ago, and it was the line was like out the door. It was ridiculous. We even went there 30 minutes early. Remember yeah, to ship my yeah, brother's package? Yeah. yeah. And especially now that we have two kids, that means loading the babies up, loading the presents up, then unloading, then unloading the presents, waiting in lines. Yeah, not happening. Mm -mm. That's why we're obsessed with Stamps.com, because it brings all the services of normal post office right to your desktop. So you can buy and print um, any postage, any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. And then they'll actually send you a scale, too, um, if you're sending something heavy to see how much you need. So right now, you, too, can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. So go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Jana. That's Stamps.com. Enter Jana. You know, uh, Christmas was a little bit easier this year to buy for all the males in our families. My dad, your brother, my, your brother, yeah. my dad. I think your brother, we, my dad. I think we even gave <laughs> we even gave cousins presents just because we could and we had an idea for them, and it was super easy because of man crates. And as you guys have listened to me before talk about it, I love it. By the way, someone um, Instagrammed me the other day and said because of Mike's excitement, like. I got a man crate for my husband because he was that excited. And I was yeah. like, oh, no. Like, it is That's like, genuine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone feels the same way as me, but I had the hardest time finding gifts for all the men, for all of us, for all of our family members. So every guy has such different style, you know, taste, styles, sizes, all that stuff they like to wear and use. But Man Crates ever has over a hundred different types of crates. I mean, they have everything. Exotic meats, jerky, grilling, make your own knife, make your own chef knife, uh, zombie apocalypse, which is a fan favorite of mine, <laughs> uh, sports, uh, monogram, uh, you know, Beer, uh, beer mugs, glasses, everything you can th think of. It's really cool, it. too, because they're sealed in a wooden crate with a crowbar. So, Michael, I was like, do you feel like a man, honey, with that crowbar? <laughs> I, I was actually feeling less of a man for a while because one of them took me like 40 minutes to open. <laughs> I was having a tough time. They extra super glued that one. But... Part of, that was still part of the novelty in the process. It was it was a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I know all of our all the male family members and our families are going to love it. Um, it was a no brainer. There was one for everyone that we could think of. So go get a man crate for some man in your life. Listeners to the show, buy one gift and you will get the second gift for twenty five percent off when you go to mancrates.com slash wine w h i n e. This offer is only for the holidays. Buy one gift and get the second 25% off at mancrates.com slash wine. Again, that's mancrates.com slash wine. All right, so Michael and I are so excited because we have the beautiful Serena Vincent in studio. And you are so tiny for being 10 weeks away from having a baby boy. You are so tiny from having a baby six days ago. <laughs> no. So. You are so tiny. No, you look so good. <laughs> I like to say I'm taller, so this is what my mom tells me. So there's like more space for it to go. You look beautiful. You know, thank you. Like That's you're, so you sweet. You look stunning. You're glowing. Thank you. And you're 10 weeks away. Yeah, I'm 10 weeks away. It's crazy. Or less. Eight feeling? weeks away. I'm 32 weeks. Yeah. That's amazing. I feel great. We were just talking about this outside. I feel great now. Um, How's for, pregnancy been? For the first 14 and a half weeks, I had... Hyperemesis? Yeah. I Me had too. all... 
day vomiting sickness. Me too. Twenty four. These boys. It was, I was bedridden. Oh, I, so I, I I I got somehow I got through life, but I don't remember how. I don't. Even Did you like, get IVs? No, I didn't have okay. to. No, I. So I was not as bad. So well, you. But no, but still, it sucks. It, yeah, it's it's really bad. It's awful. Yeah, and I thought, um, when did yours end? Twenty two weeks. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, so mine was yes. Yeah. Mine was fourteen and a half weeks. But still, that's it's awful, isn't it? It's awful. But it's, it's gone now. It's gone now. Yeah, it, it's totally gone. It's <sighs> totally gone, and I like can eat food and. Wow. And were you with? I mean, everything was disgusting to you, right? Oh, I mean, the food aversion to everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yep. everything. My husband's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel I have empathy for your boyfriend. The, yeah, they saw that because that's. I mean, and empathy for obviously you guys and you yeah. go, going through it, but no one talks about the the guy on this end. But I have empathy for because it's it's hard to, to see your significant other in pain like that and in such discomfort, and for him to yeah. try to take care of you when you're feeling that miserable. There's literally nothing that he can do. He actually had a broken leg at the time. <laughs> oh my god! So we yes. were just like this disgusting mess, like. We were this disgusting mess just on the couch. That's like, so like I was puking and I was like trying to like help him, but like I couldn't make him food because it was just, it was, a, it was crazy. And we like post made something and then like I try to eat it and then throw Ugh. it up. And it was Ugh. just, oh isn't this just so crazy how you forget the feel? Because now I don't even remember what that feels no, like. No, I know. I don't even remember how. But it's you know tricky. what I realized? What? I didn't do anything that was like fit 14 and a half weeks like i didn't after i got through it i was like oh there's like a weird stack of mail here that i didn't see <laughs> oh we're from, being evicted from oh, may yeah. oopsie oops yeah so serena and i were just talking about the fact that she you're doing a doula so you're like a birth what do you mean a birthing center so, is it like in a bath so um I, I'm having my yes. I'm having a natural birth. Okay. As long as everything is healthy and mm -hmm. continues to be healthy and goes well. So you don't. Um, so that means no epidural. No epidural. No. You're not in a hospital. So I could have my midwife come to my house. Okay. And and doula, they could come to your house, uh -huh. or you can choose to do it at a birthing center, which is basically, you just you just go to their office and they have a bathtub and a bedroom and a bed and you're um the cool thing is is that everything if everything goes you know well um you you're not strapped to a table so you're free to labor mm -hmm. moving around and um eat and drink you don't have to have an iv you mm. can really um you I can have, have all the lights so on you much. can have all your music on like I like you're you're a hero. <laughs> no, see, I don't think that at all. Why? Like I disagree because I knock on wood. You're so I've, strong. I've I'm never like, give me the epidural, even though it made me crazy. But no, I've never knock on wood been in the hospital. Oh, I've wow. only wow. been in the hospital to like to take care of sick people and family, whatever. Do you so, want me to tell you what a contraction feels like? Yes, please. <laughs> it's like someone stabbing you in the stomach <laughs> with a really sharp knife. <laughs> Oh, we're going to sugarcoat that one, honey. Okay. Okay. It so hurts what if, what if, so God, God forbid, anything negative does start to occur, what's the, the plan if you need a Then you go to the hospital. Okay. So they'll, yeah. Remember they'll the couple that right before yeah. us, they were doing a home birth? Because they walked in and she said, oh. And he goes, are you guys, but I didn't say we have a scheduled C-section. And then he goes, oh, we tried a home birth. What couple? And the couple that were right in front of us when we were um, going to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were having right. a home birth. You're right. But they ended up at the hospital. They ended up at the hospital, yeah. Right. yeah. I, think, I think she labored too long is what he had said. That can happen. That's yeah. right. 
um, that that can happen. Um, so right. So but but there's as you know there's like time and labor to yeah, yeah, to be yeah. like okay this isn't going. Right. You know, this isn't going how we want it to go. You're not progressing or whatever. Right. And now we need to do these uh, other things. This woman, it's the Natural Birth Center in, um, in, um, near, right across the street from Cedars. And this, oh, her, the, right. the midwife, her name is Simona. Well, that's awesome um, that you're she's close. A, she's amazing. Case. She's delivered over 10,000 babies. Wow. And all of her grandkids and she's amazing. I just, I envy you because I have so much anxiety that that would bring a, a total... Um, crazy amount of anxiety to do that but it's just I wish I could do that like I wish I could have your just it's gonna be beautiful and, and well, calm and but see like we all have anxiety right it's like my anxiety is the hospital I started off at oh, Cedars with okay. with an OB and I would I was like in the elevators getting like I would get nervous when I was there and I didn't like it and I was like why do I know all this stuff and like why do I have I have doulas and midwives in my family and like why why am I not doing what I want to do? Mm-hmm. And then I just like laid in bed one night and like went on Yelp and found this wow. place and I'm so happy that I that I did. And we were doing like this like hypnobirthing classes and it is sort of like it it it, it does feel like very the, the idea behind hypnobirthing is that birth is an extension of your sexuality and of the connection between the two of you and wow. how how you made your baby is how you're going to get your baby out. Wait, so, so you have sex? You can. Oh, wow. Because yeah. sex does induce labor. Yeah. Oh, my God. So um, but I don't know if we'll, <laughs> that will be happening. We'll see. <laughs> you're like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get that thing away from right. me. That you did this to me. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Not like with yeah. active labor, but like, right. like an I just early imagine labor. you guys like having like sex and like the baby's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not an active labor, but like an early labor. Oh. So it's supposed to be helpful to induce okay. a natural way to induce mm-hmm. um so this baby's a miracle though i think i believe i mean so. you were told that you couldn't have kids yes so this is interesting um it was, it was the same and bless her she's a wonderful doctor but um doctors don't know awesome so i was going through a divorce Sorry, I was going question through mark? a divorce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, what would you say? I said sorry. Question mark. Like well, we're happy that you're you're good. Oh, obviously, good. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm taking you back in the story. Okay. I was going through a divorce, and I just thought maybe I should like do that test to see what your numbers are, to see what your levels are, to see mm-hmm. if you can get. Pregnant. How old were you at the time? Um, thirty-nine, thirty-seven, thirty-six. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I, I'm fine. I feel like I can get pregnant in two seconds. Yeah. And um, I did the, I took the test, and then I was on the pilot. I was shooting the pilot of a Disney show that I just that we just wrapped uh-huh. called Stuck, Stuck in, in the Middle. Middle. Yeah. Where I play a mom of seven kids. Oh my gosh. And it's the first time I've ever been able to play a mom at all. And the the role was like really special to me. So I'm on the set of the pilot. It's lunchtime, and my doctor calls, and she said, um, "We got your test back." We need to aggressively try to get you pregnant right now. What? Or you need to freeze your eggs because you probably won't be able to have kids in the next year or two. Mm. Because of your egg count or because of? Because of, yeah, the numbers and your FSH levels Uh and all that stuff. And I was like, 
aggressively trying to get me pregnant right now. With who? Right. Like, I'm getting divorced. Like, oh my like, god! What? And so, you know, at the time, I was like, I wasn't fully divorced, but we had been separated long enough yeah. that you know, I was dating. But it's like, what, what, I'm just supposed to like pick somebody? And, uh, you, you, you know? And now, and chicken. then you turn into the crazy lady yeah. that's like, I need to baby. Things. Yeah. You know? Anytime, anytime like, you're dating somebody, you gotta consider fun that. in dating. Yeah. You know? And it really messed with my head. So I went to, um, she referred me to a, a fertility clinic and I went through this whole process mm-hmm. and I went to these seminars and I went to this doctor and they, they give you this, they give you that and they do a transvaginal, you know, um, ultrasound and then, you know, on a certain day of your cycle and count how many follicles you have. Mm-hmm. And then they, he was like, yeah, you, these are your numbers. This is what this is. You're probably not going to be able to conceive naturally. This is what you need to do. You need to freeze yeah. your eggs. Oh, wow. And then I realized, I, I learned that freezing an egg has only an 11% chance of becoming a baby. We've done IVF twice, so. You know all of these mm-hmm. things. But I didn't know that fact, though. So say that again. So an, freezing an egg uh-huh. has only, only has an 11% chance of being a baby. Okay. Freezing an embryo, which is what you did, mm-hmm. has a lot. There's a lot of success there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What?" It, it didn't work for us, though. It didn't. No. These are both. Did, did you end up getting? You yeah, did. both times. After, after fail, both babies came out a month after failed IVF. Uh-huh. Oh, so, that's miracle. So I don't know if I needed like some of the medicines from right, some extra boost of estrogen or and progesterone but, or something. But yeah, but, but continue. Oh my God, that's <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, it's very. It's the same. It's like the same story. Um. So I, well, then I, then, then I, I was like, that this statistically doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, they said, you're right. Um, then you should, you should, your, your, your odds are better if you make freeze an embryo. embryo. I'm like, well, like what, well, I need sperm for that. And he literally like handed me a binder <laughs> and then I like, that's so broke down in oh, tears. I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, like I can't. You're like this like, is I'm not too my much life. of a, like a romantic. Yeah. I'm not. I'm nothing against Does people who do that. Men? Does that picture? I didn't of the, even the open it. You did I just pushed I'm it right back. back. I would love to see that though. Be like, huh, that guy? Nah. You know, next. like yeah. just really go through and pick that. So yeah, weird. we could. And there are a lot of women that do this, and obviously, it's a beautiful thing, yes. and it works yes. for many no people. Sure. Yeah. No shame. Yeah. But where? just who I am and where I was at of that course. time. It, it, it broke my heart. <laughs> and, um, well to be, especially because you want to be a mother. So yes. when you're told that you can't be mother, it's like, there's so many women out there that don't even want to be moms that have kids. Yes. And, and we're like, I want to be a mother. I, like I, my purpose on life is to be a mother mm-hmm. and that you're told, no, it's like, it's, that's heartbreaking. Right. And then we just, yeah. and it's also like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and all yeah. of this stuff. And I was like, at the time, I was, like I said, I was going through a divorce and I was, which makes me, I was sort of like resetting my whole life. And like, I feel like the universe, (laughs) God, whatever you want to call it, was like, all right, we're going to take everything away from you Mm -hmm. until you get divorced. Mm And then we'll put it all back together. So, like, I was I was doing the pilot for Stuck in the Middle, but I didn't know if it was going to get picked up. Mm-hmm. I was waiting tables. I was, like, wow. back waiting tables. I was, like, waiting on Jamie Presley, who I was in Not Another Teen Movie with. And wow. this that's a real story. And this is the first time I've said this. On, that's so cool. Um, on, I was, you know, I was still working, but yeah, I was, like, trying to keep my life together. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. This is... I can't. I'm not freezing an embryo. I'm not freezing eggs. I can't afford it. I can't. 
I'm just um, I'm just going to choose to not believe that this is even real. Yeah. And I I sort of battled that. Um, and for the next few years, it did make <sighs> dating and that tricky because I, I had this like fear in me. Um, that one in the countdown too. Like, am yeah. I ever going to be a mom? Yeah. And, yeah. So um, I just sort of like let it go, and I wanted to try. Um, and with my boyfriend now, I was like, How long have you been with your boyfriend for? We've been together. Um, She's like one day. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's um, it's a long, complicated story. But we love we love complicated here. That's a whole other long story. We are so complicated. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's a it's a good story. Are you guys gonna get married? Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it all. There's so much happening that like, and having been married, I don't feel like I need to do that before Mm -hmm. we have the baby. Also, like, so you guys were actively trying that. We were not not trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I want to try to have a baby. And he was like, oh, yeah. We just hadn't, like, gotten there yet. Yeah. And um, my show ended. And um, we went to Italy for five days. And I made a wish in the Trevi Fountain in Rome. Stop. Okay, so if you want to get pregnant, fly to Rome. <laughs> I ate a ton of pasta and wine. We had like the time of our Aww. lives and and um uh, pregnant. Did you the whole time, did you mentally, even with all these hurdles medically in front of you, did you just still just believe that it was possible? I didn't like I just like made a very clear decision that I I am not going to believe that I can't get pregnant naturally until I actively try. I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I've since heard many a lot of stories of women that are around the same age, 36, 37, that their doctors are scaring them and telling them they might not be able to get pregnant. And mm-hmm. then they go through all of this stuff and it's like they haven't even tried. Yeah. Well, I will say, though. To, to yes. ask the medical I'm people. I'm curious about your, your... They say after 35, I mean, your number does diminish. Yes. Huge. Like, my girlfriend was going to freeze her eggs. She went in at 34. She had, you know, a, pl- plenty of eggs. She went back 35 and a half. She had, like, six eggs. And there was no point to freeze because they're going to be gone. So, I mean, n- almost nothing. So, it's wow. just drastically dropped. So, that's why I, you know... But at the same time, again, if... <laughs> You just never know. But, I mean, look what happened. But that's a miracle of childbirth and life in itself. I just, but I, I loved. The, and you, you hate kinda, the playing God thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I loved Serena's, your optimism and, and decision to not believe that yet. Even though you were told, I still think the mind is a yeah. powerful thing. If you just, if you're optimistic, not if you just sit there and, and not proactive and just believe, oh, this will happen to me. You still got to do something about yes. it. But yes. the fact that you actively tried with your boyfriend, you're optimistic that you weren't going to let the sh- door shut on you. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I love that. I love that aspect of oh, your thank, story. Thank no, you. It's, yeah. it's a great way to obviously see things, especially because most women would be like, the stress put so much stress on themselves. Then you can't get pregnant because you're stressed. Right. Then right. Mentally, if you're thinking the whole time, I'm not going to be able to get pregnant. I'm not going to be able to get pregnant. Then you're just telling yourself your body's not going to react if you're. It's so much easier said than done, though, babe. No, I believe that, but but it's more than just that. It's in life in general with things you want to accomplish or whatever. It's things that you want to do in your life. If you're just if you sit there and doubt yourself the entire time, well, of course nothing's going to happen. 
yeah. you doubt yourself. I, I totally I totally agree. Yeah, um, you're putting like you're sending conflicting messages out there. I yeah. want to try to get pregnant, but I don't think I can. You know, and I tried to. I did battle it, and like it was like it was. It's a battle. Yeah, but you, but then, you I, won. then I came to the decision: you're... if I can't get pregnant naturally, then then that's okay. And then I got there. Then. I get to be a mother in like this different way. Like I've got kids from all over the world that are like, I wish you were my mom. <laughs> like makes me cry, you know, yeah. in like all different countries and languages mm -hmm. and everything, just being a, a TV mom. And um, I have a huge family and I, you know, there's, there is, um, there is no limit on like the love we have or the love yeah. we can give. And But look at you now. You are I know, 10 weeks. I'm like, let's be like, <laughs> You are 10 weeks away from having yes, a baby boy. I'm like, so that's excited. Are you and your boyfriend live together? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you have names like, picked out? Are you still, like, you guys still kind of going back and forth? We're going back and forth, so I don't want to say. Because no, I, don't know. Yeah, yeah, I just like, changed my mind. Uh, what did you name your baby boy? His name's Jace. Jace <gasps> oh, Joseph Cosson. Oh, I love it. It means healing. He's been very healing for us. Oh. So, yeah. He's he's fantastic. Um, Wait, do you have two babies? We have a three, almost three-year-old little girl. The three-year-old little girl. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then him. So. so you did IVF, and then it didn't take? It didn't take, and then the next month, I got pregnant with Jolie. Did IVF again, because we had an embryo left over mm -hmm. uh, from the first round. And uh, we got pregnant, but every time I would get pregnant, I got, I got pregnant both times with the IVF, but then lost it uh, very soon. It was chemical, chemical yeah. loss. So, and, but then the next month, I'd get pregnant. Wow. Yeah. So that's yep, amazing. So that's I, beautiful. Yeah, I, think I just needed that extra little dose of, of hormone or whatever. Something. Yeah. yeah. Did, did being on Stuck in the Middle, which has been a hit show for yeah. you and for Disney, being on that, did that, you know, increase your urge to want to be a mom? Or is it, were you the same? Like you always wanted to be a mom no matter what? Or is just being that mom role and being around kids where you're like, I have to be a mom? I, I've always wanted to be a mom since I was a baby, you know, since I was a baby, I wanted a baby. Um, um, being on that show, I had no idea like how trans it, it was transformative. It really was mm -hmm. like, I really like, I love those kids. I still love them. And they, and like, we weirdly feel like a family. And, um, so it, it didn't necessarily want make me want them even more. It, it just um, it filled my heart in like this other way that I didn't realize could happen. Right. Um, at a job. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. So. And, that, and all the kids were like, you have to be a mom. Like, you have yeah. to. You give the best tickle scratches. And then you, and, like, yeah, and then you, like, hear the news, you know, from the doctor. And you're like, <laughs> it was a weird thing. Yeah. Um, and then they all imagine. call me mom, like, on set. It was right. like a weird moment in my life that I was shooting this pilot. And they were like, mom, mom, mom. And my doctor's like, eh, you know. Yeah. How long has that show been on for? We did three seasons. Three seasons? That's awesome. Yeah, we what did three seasons. What do you have in the works now? Um, this little baby. guy. Yeah, I know. I know. People would ask me all the time. I'm like, I uh, can't really audition right now because I got, I had a baby. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have a baby in my belly. But. So, um, I was hiding it in, in quite a few auditions after the, the show, mm -hmm. um, wrapped mm -hmm. and I was like pinned for like all these different things. And then it just came down to, it's like, well, I can't really, right. you know, 
I you know I was doing a movie in Thailand in November. Oh, that's not that's not nope. happening. No, nope. yeah. not happening at all. So yeah. What's your biggest uh, issue with your boyfriend? Because we like to talk about our issues on the show. Oh. <laughs> so what do you, what do you guys usually fight about the most? Oh, I wish he was here. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> we just himself, we just so. got into an argument about the holidays um, with a therapist on the line before you came in. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to know. Well, tell us that you guys fight too. <laughs> oh yeah, we had um, we had a holiday fight. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. His uh, family's in Oregon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, our plan was to go up there, drive up there. It's like 10, 12 hours okay. for Thanksgiving, and I was cooking. i and all of these things, and he was like leading up to it i was like okay all right so we have to like figure all this out right like like what like we need to make sure that like we can get like the turkey that i want which is like an organic whatever turkey (laughs) and in this small town like where are we gonna get that and like and and we need to pack this nut we don't have all of the things to make a thanksgiving dinner we need to like pack like a platter and like so you're trying to plan and like i'm trying to like and he's just like do 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 like on another like not and not and then at one you. point, a couple of times, he was like, oh, God, I don't even want to go up there. We had to go up there for something else. And then, uh-huh. like, it that didn't happen. And, and then he was sort of like, he said a few times, he's like, I don't even really want to go. I was like, this was his family. You, think I, you think I want to drive 12 hours? Yeah. yeah. Pregnant? Right. And cook? To your family? And, like, figure house? all this out. <laughs> so you were, you were frustrated that he wasn't being present and he also yes. wasn't being helpful with the fact that you were... It was, like, the were... night before. And we, were, we had to, like, go to some work event and it was midnight the night before we oh were leaving. And we weren't packed. Mm-hmm. All the stuff wasn't figured out. Nothing was organized. Oh. And and I was like, let's go to bed. And he was like, no, I thought we'd watch. And I was like, we're not watching anything. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> No, on top of all the we did. Oh my goodness! And it was fine, but I was like, nothing is done, and I feel like we're thinking about it. Why aren't you thinking about it? This is your family. Like, yeah. you have to help me think about these things. And like, we're, you know, I can't even lit- get the platter down from up there. Yeah. When are you gonna do it? I think that's a man thing. Men just don't. Well, I will say you're a really great planner. Yeah. But I feel, I feel as if sometimes guys don't have the because we're we're ten steps ahead of them. You know. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have the. Your timelines are usually sooner than ours. Granted, the night before, he should have been like, all right, let's, yeah. let's plan this out. But because that gives me anxiety. He's, he's like, yeah. oh, I can pack in 20 minutes. I said, well, I can't yeah. pack in. I also like have had this weird like pelvis hip issue. So it's so much better today. And, uh-huh. um, but I've had to see a chiropractor throughout my pregnancy. And okay. there have been weeks where I, I can't walk at all. And I've been limping and, and it, it's very painful. And this was one of those weeks where, like, I couldn't, like, I literally couldn't bend down. Yeah, I couldn't. It hurts. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. I'm glad that you can pack in 20 minutes. Yeah, but I can't move. But Thanks, I can't move. Honey. So who's packing my bag? So <laughs> for the baby, you're going to have to set some real good boundaries with them. Yeah. And you know what I did with Mike? I'll say, I'll give him a list and I'll say this by uh, Tuesday or by next week. You know, certain things that I need him to get done around the house. Because, oh. because I have... Because if not, I would get them all done today. But again, I don't, or I'd get mad at him if he doesn't do it today. But if there's a timeline in my head where I said, okay, you break down the boxes by the end of the month. Yeah, 
That's you, great. You know, yeah. so it's, at least he gets a timeline too. And then I don't get frustrated that they're not done yesterday. Right. Even though I would have done them yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? But we can't, we actually can't do, do everything. everything. Yeah. Can't. And that, yeah. that brought, brought up an interesting topic on the following week's show. I'm so here. curious about your fight because today. We, okay. <laughs> uh, I brought up the concept of why don't men ever give their wives a honey to-do list and i almost slapped him <laughs> yeah and she kind of i was like are you serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i kind of lost that battle cute because you'll you'll Oops. find out down in flames, yeah but. you'll find out that when you have the baby your your husband's never gonna change out the clothes with that they over that they overgrow or is that the right outgrew outgrew or i mean just any of those things i mean we just we or the dentist or the appointments or you'll just we just do it. He's like, well, you just do it. I'm like, yeah, but because we have the sense to. Like, you don't have the urgency to, to do any of those things. But, yeah, it's, it's not that we don't think of them. It's just, the con- like, your timeline, like, you just get it done before we... Well, thank God, because Jace's nursery would have been, you know, for example, I said, honey, would you like me to show you around Jace's nursery and let you know where all the things are? Because, and because... he goes, he goes, no, no, he's like, I'll show you. He's like, all right, it's over here. I go, nope, that's actually not where the newborn are. Grin, he's grin. like, okay, over here. Anytime something, came in the, anytime something came to the house, I had to go in the nursery. She'd get it. Open the box, take off the tags, wash your clothes, put yes, it in there. Yes, because I don't want to do like five loads of of, lo- of laundry uh, two weeks before the baby's born. It's smart. I guess who doesn't have a nursery yet? You. Yeah, because your husband it, hasn't. I mean, your boyfriend hasn't helped. <laughs> well, that was another interesting conversation. Because oh, no. um, yes. I was like, at what point are we like? Yeah. And so now he's now he's totally he's like at home like ripping out wires and like re okay, moving things yeah. and like and um. <laughs> And I was like, I want to paint. And he was like, we need to paint. I was like, no, there's these, these, these like ugly brown office colors in here. He's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. Yeah. I want to paint. Yeah, he just needs to suck it up and paint. Yeah. So um, we, we and, painted. And well, that's and we're getting there. What color is it? It's like grays and navy. Yeah. And wood and. Love it. Silvers. Boys rooms are, are fun. They are really fun. I'm excited. We're moving to Nashville and we're building a house there. So we're. I'm so excited to Jace's room. When are you moving? Next year. Next wow. summer. Yeah, we're excited. We lived there before we came out here. We've been out here like two years. Mm-hmm. And with a growing family, we want more space. And we're like, out here, it's just too expensive. It's so, so we're just like, we can't. We have two dogs, two kids. And we're like, <laughs> rent. Yeah, we're, like, we're out of here. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're that you're moving. That's awesome. Thanks, love. Thank okay, you. so yeah. where can our listeners find you? Um, at Serena Vincent. On Twitter, Instagram, on Twitter, all and the Instagram, above. all okay. the above, and um, yeah, awesome, yeah. Well, I'm, we're so excited for you. Thank you. To, uh, please go on her um, on her socials and please wish her a happy happy delivery. I hope it Thank goes well. You. I hope you don't have to go to the hospital. Me too. I want you to not have any anxiety. Worst so if fear. that's your yes, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Serena. Thank you. Thanks, you guys Serena. are beautiful. Serena's so sweet. That was super sweet. Yeah, she's really sweet. Both but of those guests, we could have just sat here and talked for. I know she's so beautiful. I loved her perspective. It's I'm just envious of people that can have that mentality. I'm even envious of Dean, like how Dean went away for three weeks to where did he go, Easton? He went to Japan, and uh, he most recently was in like South America. Yeah, South America. See, I am so yeah. envious of people that can just travel alone like that for. Th- for, for three weeks. You know how much anxiety I'd have? The second I'd got the plane, I'd be like, <gasps> I'm too far away from someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. <gasps> like, they don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just have such envy for people that can just go and, you know, 
travel like that or, or do do a doula birthing natural. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I'm like, wow, to have that anxiety free, but yet her anxiety is a hospital. I'm like, give me a hospital. Right. <laughs> You're like, I got all the people to take care of me. Drugs. <laughs> Everything nurses, I need. nurses doctors, doctors, they'll tell me what's wrong. But it's just, it's so funny, like how some people's anxiety is, is yeah. what causes some people to have anxiety. Right, exactly. It's it, people's triggers are different for everybody. Yeah, you know. By the way, you know we're going home. We're going to talk about Christmas. Jesus. <laughs> when she, when Serena even, and Easton were out of the room, say. I said, "Hey, babe, were you really serious about every other year?" And you're like, babe. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're three years away from that decision. And as you politely say, you said, we might not even be together. Still. I know, I did. Ah, <laughs> I know, I was classic like. Classic, yeah, pessimistic like, well, We might not even be together, so we don't have to worry about it now, do we? <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I don't know what to say. I literally do not know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, that's just going to be my answer. Easton, can on. we wrap this show up? We have two kids. Oh, my God. We have two kids. All right. That was fun. Um, Thank you to Amazon Fire TV. Head to www.amazon.com slash wind down to order a Fire TV of your very own. HelloFresh, $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. And thank you to Brooke Lennon. Get $20 off and free shipping if you use the promo code JANA. Uh, thank you to stamps.com. Get a four week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long term commitments when you enter Jana. And a big shout out and thank you to our friends at Mancrates. <laughs> Buy one gift and you'll get the second gift for 25% off when you go to mancrates.com slash wine. W H I N E. Um, we need to go home to our kids. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But also, nah, I want to see how you guys deal with the holidays. So please email us at Jana Kramer at iheartmedia.com i want to see how you guys navigate the holidays as a family couple relationships and how you negotiate each other's needs and wants and expectations give the wife everything all right bye oh goodness say bye say say have a good day day. (laughs) that's the way you end the show